0: Hey all you cool pale ales and IPAs, welcome to Boys Are From Martson, a woman and beer podcast. Just wanted to say sorry for no new episode this past week. I've had a busy couple of weeks and I'll be able to share why, either in the next episode or the following episode, some big exciting things for me personally that I'm very excited about. With that being said, today I'm joined with Brittany Frey from Mad Tree Brewing in Cincinnati. So let's get the interview started. Enjoy guys. Hello, everybody. I am joined with Brittany Fry from Madtree Brewing. Brittany, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm good. How are you? I'm hanging in there, you know, just trying to figure out what day, one day at a time, one COVID day at a time. <laughs> for real. <laughs> all right, before we get started with uh, some questions, first of all, uh, introduce yourself and tell us what you do for Madtree. Tree. Okay, Um,
1: so I'm Brittany. I am one of the brewers at Mad Tree Brewing Company in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, I basically just work on the hot side of all of our beers on the 100 barrel. I'm slowly learning our smaller brew house system, our 15 barrel and our one barrel, but mostly on the bigger anything that's in cans. I've been a part of physically making it.
0: And then Kind of before we get um, into more of what you're doing at uh, Matry right now, how did you get into brewing originally?
1: Um, so my husband and I were home brewers. Um, he still does a lot of the home brewing. I'm not as active anymore with him at home. Um, back in 2014, and we just kind of really exploded and went head deep into that hobby and found something that I really loved. So decided to. something more with it.
0: And when you decided to do something more with it, is that when you decided to go to Cincinnati State?
1: Yes, Um, I was in a crossroads with my career and decided I was just burnout. I needed something different. Um, I didn't really know anybody in the brewing industry in Cincinnati at that time and I knew to try to accomplish my goals that I wanted I needed to be more competitive in the job field. So that's when I decided to go to Cincinnati State.
0: And that would be, um, we had Carl on in the first episode and Brittany completed the Cincinnati State Brewing Science Program, the full one. Yes. Um, I also did the uh, sales and marketing certificate. too. Okay, so you did both. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So you you did it all. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, when you tell people you work for Madtree, do most people assume you're a brewer, or do they think you work in like the offices? Um, mostly up front.
1: Yeah, um, you know, either working in the tap room or working in the front of house decisions. Yep,
0: and not it's, really back of house. <laughs> it's because you're a female, right? Um. Yeah. So just, I mean, I feel like it's
1: just kind of gender normalcies, and when that's broken, it's a little foreign to
0: some people and are they surprised when you tell them that you're one of the brewers?
1: Yeah. Um it's it's always kind of funny to see like facial expressions because you can't really hide that very well. Um so yeah, it's 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 always funny that or, you know, if Adam and I are out together and we're both wearing a tree shirt, then you know, he might get asked what he does there and
0: he he drinks our beer and he loves it. Um but, you know, it's me. <laughs> And Adam's your husband, just to clarify. Yes. Um, so, as females, you know, you're, you're on the brewing brewing side. I'm more of the front house, the taproom side. And I've kind of explained that I thought I wanted to do brewing, but the math and science part of it just kind of was not my thing. And so, I appreciate people like you who are females who want to get on the brewing side. So, what do you think we can do as females in this industry? who have kind of a voice through a podcast or just whatever to encourage more women to get into the brewing side of the business?
1: I mean, I think just doing stuff like this, talking about um, making people aware that there are women in this industry who are very passionate and intelligent and who work side by side with a bunch of men every day. But it's, I'm very fortunate that I work with a great company um, who has done nothing but help every employee push and to get to where they want to be. Um, Yeah, I think to encourage other women and, um, you know, just diversify the workforce in the craft beer industry just needs to be talked about more, um, Mm -hmm. raising awareness for sure.
0: Yeah, and exactly why I kind of started doing this podcast to talk to, you know, everyone from, you know, you know, what it be social media people who, or, you know, people who work back in the brewery. If, if a woman is listening to this right now, and they're interested in learning to brew beer or become a brewer, you, you started out as a home brewer, what advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about, A, starting to home brew or wanting to become a brewer?
1: Um, I would say if you are interested in becoming a homebrewer to um, check out the local homebrewing societies. Uh, we have so much plethora of knowledge in our homebrewing societies. Um, and I have talked to many people in all the different ones, and there are women throughout all of the homebrewing societies that are more than happy to just sit down and talk to anybody. You don't have to be a woman. You, if, as long as you're interested, um, you know, they more than happy to share their passion and their knowledge that they've gained over 15 plus years that they've been brewing. Um so that's that's kind of where like one of my first relationships happened with another woman in brewing. Um she's part of the Blutarians. Um and that's that's where I was like, oh, I I can do this. Like, yeah, I, I love the math and science behind it, but I love the creativity. Mm-hmm. So it's it's there's something in the industry for everyone, no matter you know where your passions lie.
0: Yeah, and I'll kind of expand upon that if you are interested. I've always told go to a homebrew supply store. Um, I know Listerman has a lot of homebrew supplies, um, and you can talk more in the Cincinnati area. But in Northern Kentucky, I know um, Party Source has some. Um, is there any more in Cincinnati you would recommend? Um, Listerman definitely is
1: a really good homebrew supply shop, not only because they have the supplies there, but they also hold classes. Um, so they do like beginner homebrew classes. They do advanced. Um, the people that work there are part of the Blutarian Brewing Society. Um, so, you know, they can also help point you in the right direction if you want to get more in-depth or more hands-on practice. Um, the yeah, Listerman's Paradise Brewing Company has a homebrew shop. And um, both Jungle Gems has some home brewing ingredients and everything too.
0: Um, now I'm going to trans- transition back to uh, Matry uh, Brewing. Um, I, one of the things that I love about Matry is their commitment to the environment. Um, whether it's planting trees, you know their live wall, whatever. What can you kind of expand upon some of the things that Matry is doing to to show their commitment to the environment and just yeah, being eco friendly.
1: Um, So one of the biggest things that just started happening this year, uh, we joined 1% for the planet. So 1% of our profits, um, you know, that's broken up between different categories of volunteerism for your local communities, um, and 1% of your profit throughout the entire year goes to nonprofits um, that are there for sustainability. Of our planet, so that's a really cool thing that we joined um, and are continuously to work on. Um, we've got a couple of little like employee side projects that we're all kind of being a part of, just to play around with some of our ideas on how to help out and be- help us as MadTree become a more sustainable brewing. Um, one of our classmates, uh, Gator, I think you've met him. Mm-hmm. He started a rain barrel collection project where you know we're saving some of our barrels that our fruited puree comes in and collecting rainwater from that. And like his goal is to at least do a one barrel batch from that and see how that works and see if we can develop a bigger program with that. Um, so, little things like that we do we collect the pack techs uh, that you get for your six or your four pack cans, we collect any of those, they don't have to be from Mad Tree. And those get returned to a recycling facility that can recycle those uh, because Rumkey does not have the capability of doing it.
0: And that's one good thing that I like to tell people is those things aren't recyclable through most like your local recycle pickup. So if you do have them, save them. Um, I know some, if a brewery doesn't collect them, I know some local, you know, bottle shops, liquor stores will take them as well. Yeah. Um, And Mattree was kind of the one that like told me like, Hey, those aren't normally recyclable, save those, bring them back. And we can recycle them. Yeah. And then I think on, don't you guys do something on earth day as well? You don't you, you plant trees or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's normally what we
1: do. Um,
0: Obviously there's
1: some changes that had to happen this year. So we did still um, through the Arbor Day foundation we're selling little saplings of trees um, through our drive throughout the time. Um, so, there's the plan to do something again in November with Cincinnati Parks. Uh, they announced that a couple of days ago where you can apply to have a tree if you're within the Cincinnati um, area. And Mad Tree is part of that.
0: Can, so. you, can you talk about some of the measures you're taking in the, in the brewery itself? Um, to be more sustainable? I know you mentioned the rain barrels. Anything else? Um,
1: so one of our big things is
0: when we're cooling or chilling our
1: beer, we collect that water back into our hot liquor tank. Um, so we are reusing the water as much as we possibly can. So that's a big thing because when you're you know, knocking out 100 barrels of beer, that is a lot of water just to throw down the drain. Um, so we're recollecting that to make sure that we're being responsible as much as possible. Um, When we are ordering our ingredients, our raw material ingredients, uh, we're making sure that we are using them in the best way possible. Um, So if we have spent grain, they go into our spent grain silo and we have a farmer that comes and picks that up. We, um, On our smaller systems, if we can't physically put them in our silos, we have big compost bins. Uh, So we have Cincinnati Zero, I believe it's called, comes out and collects our compost bins. And that is everything from the brewery. That's also from the tap room and catch a fire. If it can be composted, we do. And that's the,
0: the pizza restaurant inside the tap room. Yes, yeah. So any of
1: our, any of your plates, napkins, silverware, cups, even because we're doing you know the plastic cups now, those are all compostable and those get sent to that company.
0: Yeah, as someone who likes to be as sustainable and you know environmentally friendly as I can, I just love MadTree's commitment to it. Um, a lot of other breweries in this area in Ohio and Kentucky do it, but I think MadTree really like shows people what the standard should be like um and so i appreciate that um so kind of going back to you know it's we are still kind of in coronavirus time so can you talk about what changes you guys made in the brewery during the virus were you still brewing like normal because i know you guys can what changes did you guys make or what changes were there for your brew schedule during you know the the three month two month shutdown that there that we had
1: um so there there was some changes on the brew schedule side um we did not package any kegs if we did, it was for a beer, you know for like a Russian imperial style. We would keg some of that because that would be fine to store cold and wait till something would be changed. so kegs were more um viable. But so everything was basically just, if it can't be canned, then we're not making it until, and and that changed almost daily sometimes, our operations back there. Um, So mainly the big change for us was just trying to learn what the new normal was for that day. Um, So yeah, everything, if it wasn't canned, we didn't really make it. A lot of our more experimental stuff was kind of just put on hold. We had some collaborations that we were going to work with other breweries in the nation and those were postponed. So a lot of stuff that fun things that we have planned and events, you know, we just, we had to put on hold or cancel for this year was the main thing.
0: Yeah. I feel like, you know, this time it's working in a brewery right now. It's a a day to day kind of process. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What, kind of you know what is one of your favorite things about working at mad tree and then also after that can you answer what is one of the favorite beers you've brewed while working there that's a little bit different than you know your cores or
1: sure um so i mean i my favorite thing about working with mad tree is just the people there um We have some amazing, talented, passionate people who, on top of wanting to make the best beer that we can, we also try really hard to make sure that all of our employees and our guests feel 100% comfortable there. Um, During all of this shutdown and COVID day to day changing, I never felt that I didn't have a place to voice my concern. Um, before any time we made changes for opening back up. You know, it was a big Zoom meeting and emails that went out to make sure that before the directors cho- excuse me, chose anything, um, they listened to their employees. And so that's, that's always refreshing to kind of get that because not every job or industry does that same thing where they respect and actually listen to other people's opinions. Um, and like, like I said, everyone there is very passionate. I have learned so much more about brewing and other aspects of this industry, just from the less than year that I've been there from these people. So I'm extremely fortunate to be where I'm at.
0: And then um, favorite beer that you've brewed? Favorite beer that I've brewed? Or one that you're most proud of? Um, well,
1: I actually got to brew my own recipe this past Monday on our one barrel system. Um, it was a Belgian triple. It's a recipe I've been working on for quite some time. I actually kind of started working on it in school um so it's been a couple of years and uh, lots of changes so i'm I'm really pumped about that one to
0: that come out on when when will the that be on tap
1: um not sure yet. It's still fermenting right now. And it's going to have to cold storage because it's, it's a Belgian triple. So it's going to need some time to develop all those fun yeast esters.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but hopefully it'll be on tap within the next month or two.
0: So you said you were able to brew that on their, the one barrel system? Yes. Does yeah. Madtree give employees, brewers the opportunity to experiment with their own recipes?
1: Yeah, uh so we have a whole employee site where anyone that's employed with Matri part-time, full-time, wherever you're at in the company, uh you can submit ideas for recipes. And our recipe development team, they want stuff like that to kind of help them develop things too cuz when you only have a couple people deciding, you you know, you need fresh ideas. Um so that's what that whole website is about. So yeah, I mean, once a week we're brewing on that one barrel of something that another employee thought of.
0: That's really cool, and yeah. that also helps with creativity and giving brewers the opportunity to show their creativity, which you said is one of the your favorite parts about being a brewer. Um, yeah. You mentioned that you've been at Mad Tree for you said about a year now, or a little under a year.
1: It'll be a year in
0: December. Can you tell us where you were before? Or can you um, talk about that and how you kind of got it started brewing professionally? I sh- we should have talked about this in the beginning, but. <laughs> it's all oh, well. right.
1: Um, going down memory lane. So while I was at Cincinnati State, uh, part of the brewing science program is you have to have a co-op. Um, so I'm from Fairfield. And the time that I started at Cincinnati State, there was a brewery that was in the works of being opened in Fairfield. Um, it's called Swine City. And that is actually where I landed my co-op. They, from the very get-go, were more than happy to help me um, pursue my goals that I had in the industry. And so Dan Eben and Debbie Eben, who are two of the owners there, um, they hired me. And I started bartending there for a couple of months. And then for about a year and a half, Total, I was in the back on the brewing side and did cellar work and everything there too, along um, working alongside Dan and Kurt, who is one of the brewers there still.
0: And what kind of barrel system do they have? How big is their barrel system? They are a 10 barrel system. 10 barrels. So you went from a 10 barrel system at Swine City to 100 barrel at Mad Tree? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that transition like?
1: Um, it was a little overwhelming at first. Um, you know, when a problem goes wrong on a 10 barrel, yes, it is a big problem because you have product, but when a problem arises on a hundred barrel system, that's, (laughs) that's a lot of money that you have to play around with. Yeah. (laughs) A little intimidating, but it's, it's a lot of fun. That system
0: that's awesome um so that kind of wraps up my like i guess i call it my serious beer questions and now more to my my fun beer questions um if you could leave right now go anywhere on a beer vacation where would it be and why
1: um i honestly would go to the seattle area like seattle or tacoma Um, I have been there before, but we only got to visit like one or two breweries. It was kind of a whirlwind trip. And what I had there was amazing. And, um, you know, you have a bunch of mountains there. So being able to go to breweries in the afternoon after doing some hikes and seeing everything there would be totally what I would love to do.
0: And then second one, if you could sit down with one person for the, and share one of the beers you brewed with, who would it be?
1: Oh, wow. I know.
0: Oh. I keep throwing people off with this question. <laughs> Any
1: person? Any person.
0: Preferably mm-hmm. alive, but if they're dead, that's okay, yeah.
1: too. <laughs> it might, might be a little one-sided conversation then. <laughs> <laughs> um, really don't know and
0: I feel no it's okay the last person I asked this question she texted me about a half hour later with a real she was like here's who I wanted I changed my answer
1: yeah
0: (laughs) um I mean it could be a celebrity an athlete a politician um maybe like um Emily Clark from Game of Thrones that is a great answer I think, yeah, They've, I think that would be a really cool
1: conversation.
0: Yeah, maybe you can get her to bring some of the mugs from the the set and you can drink them out of a cool, like, Game of Thrones stein. <laughs> I would totally geek out. Or, like, Khal Drogo's. <laughs> didn't he have, like, a horn thing that he always drank out of? Yes, and just put it, like, in his side pouch. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Amelia Clark, that is a great answer. I think I mentioned this before, but mine would be Jennifer Lawrence because... She's amazing. She's from Kentucky. Um, she just feels like she'd be a cool person to have a beer with. Yeah. All right, now we're going to move on to the rapid fire question. Um, so it's kind of a this or that situation. So first one that comes to mind, just yell it out. Okay. All right, six-pack of 12 ounce cans or four-pack of 16-ounce cans. Four-pack. Glass bottle or can? Can. Ale yeast or lager yeast? Ale. Crowler or Growler? Crowler. Sit at the table or sit at a bar? Bar. New England or West Coast IPA?
1: Definitely West Coast.
0: Stout or porter? Porter. Gosa or Berliner Weiss? Berliner. Seltzer or cider? Cider. Peanut butter in your coffee or peanut butter in your beer or coffee in your beer? <laughs> um, I do coffee. 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 Well, before you go, is there anything that's coming up, Madtree, any releases, any events that you want to shout out for people to come, you know, come visit? Um, So we just actually released last weekend our Oktoberfest
1: Ziggler. Um, It's a phenomenal beer and a lot of hard work has gone into the recipe development of that beer. Um, That is really good. We've got um, a couple of our seasonals that are favorites coming out soon um we've got some more gratitude coming um that's our some more stout that was canned the first time last year but it's coming so keep an eye out for that
0: well thank you Brittany for joining me on this Sunday afternoon um Mm -hmm. I hope you have a great week and um cheers yeah cheers to you Kenzie Thank thank you